Hello, my friends. Happy Thursday. So, I'm going to keep today's intro a little bit shorter than normal. Just because I'm going to keep everything in the show notes. You guys, so y'all can find me on Instagram. I'm your host, Lamova. L-I-L dot M-U-V-A. Or I'm jazz like the music. And I just want to say I appreciate all my followers for listening, tuning in. And with that being said, we're going to continue with the show. Everything else will be available in the show notes, my friends. You guys, enough about me. I'm gonna go ahead and let my guest introduce himself. Hey, I go by the name of Jay Shamaz, but my name is Jeremy, as most people meet me formally, and uh, I wear a lot of hats for the most part. That's probably <laughs> the best way to say it. <laughs> I do a lot of things at the same time, it's probably one of the things I'm the best at and knowing a lot of people and I think that's where it all comes from is just trying to do everything so much to where you meet so many people to the point to where it all comes together in in a situation to where somebody asks okay so I need this done I need this and I need this person it's like well shit I know all those people and I can do it you're like that middle guy that middle man kind of guy like Mm -hmm. If I need a photographer, oh, I, I got him. Mm-hmm. I need DJ. Oh, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if I can't do it that day, I got at least three other people who can do it. That's like real good people. He's the plug, basically. That <laughs> the is plug just what it is. Literally, stuff. it's like, <laughs> how can I, like, it is what it is. <laughs> how do you feel like, since you like the plug, how do you feel like creatives can like connect with one another? And when I say creatives, I mean like, any type of creative social media that's probably mm. the biggest and easiest way right now i know that uh coming out of covid people have been a little bit more distant and now it's getting better but it was a big reset for a lot of the arts community especially around here a lot of the well-established people had to stop doing things and they didn't really know how to break back out but now a lot of those people a lot of newer people jumped online to do it at least a lot of the advertisements so a lot of the underground stuff is there like that's how i found out about your show that's how i found out about a lot of other musicians and artists around town i think it's probably the easiest way it really is like that or just us sharing each other's stuff Mm. i think it's important for us to support each other because we know how the process is we know how we know like it just takes you sharing it one time on your story a million other people or your thousand other followers or so on so on or whoever it applies to is gonna be like, you know what? Let me see what see what they talking about. What's up? You never know who or what they need to see, because it's stuff. Because it happens to me all the time. It's stuff that I really needed to see or wanted to see, mm-hmm. but I wasn't following that person. Or I wasn't exposed to it until somebody shared it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever be having those moments? You you follow somebody on Instagram and you see them, but you scared to say something. Hmm. No, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but no. And I like when situations like that happen because I like it because it feels like it's the universe. I know if the universe brings that person in front of me one time, and I know if I've seen them on the internet, they're going to bring them back again. Yeah, like directly, not even just like walking in in an instance, just like, okay, eventually we're going to end up having to have a conversation. We're going to be friends kind of thing. That's how I'm. So, do you think entertainers look at each other as, like, competition? I think so, but I think that's the fun part about it, too. Really? Like, because I think, at least for me, that's something that I've been, it's part of, like, the reason with the bridging the gap thing. It's It feels like, at least one of the main reasons when I got into all this, I wanted to see why there were so much so many sides where it felt like there were angles in competition Mm -hmm. and 
from what I can tell, it's not competition. Like nobody's really competing. It's for one, there's misunderstandings about dates. Like, oh shit, I didn't know you were doing something at that time. Because everybody's homeboys or homegirls or homies regardless. Because everybody likes music. Mm-hmm. But I think what it comes down to, I don't think there's really any competition. I think it's at least in the, the fields or the, the, the music places that I hang out and the groups that I hang out with. I don't see to where it's ever competition. It's more support. Just like, hey, you did a good job. Like, keep coming back. Like, this is helping. In a poetry community, we are tight knit. Mm-hmm. But do you think like other, like other communities, like the music community, poet community, paintings, uh, the artists, you know, do you think they're in competition with each other just for getting like exposure, or whatever? Or you think since we're all in such different lanes? We had no worries or anything like that. That's a really good question because that's something that I like to bring all those people together specifically. Like when mm-hmm. I throw events, like specifically for my block parties, I try to have almost like a variety show to where I'll have painters there. I'll have people doing music. I'll have DJs. The I'll fire have fire I was one of my favorites. <laughs> so I, I try my best to like the very first time I had one, it was outside the boss market and the craziest oh, thing happened. Love them, please. <laughs> <laughs> so many people just walked by and was like, this is like the most eclectic group of people I've ever seen. Like, these are clearly rappers with drag queens, with fire spinners, and people who like they're doing such a stuff. People's variety. moms, like all kind of market stuff and farmers. Like, in the middle of North Shore. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing about it. Like, I love the fact that everybody can come together. It's like, what we don't have to look alike. We don't have to be alike. We don't even have to think the same. But oh. we can all come and have fun. Like, I think oh. that's the whole goal. Like, do our thing and have each other around each other. Because I remember the first time I ever seen the uh, fire, the Ember Benders. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We well, shout out to them. I'm going to put Hell them in the show notes. Yes. Oh, my God. One of my favorite people. Um. I'm gonna get her name wrong. I wish I looked it up. Hypnotic, supersonic. Oh, damn, that's my, my own girl. girl. I oh, yeah. love Sierra. her, Sierra. Yeah, she's my. been traveling with us on a few shows recently. She came down to Atlanta with us, actually, one of a few of our fire performers, Brittany and Steve, or Phoenix and uh, Blue. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. were out. Oh, my so God. So Sierra came down, her and Karen, her boyfriend, and they were a huge support. She showed out in Atlanta. She does like the rope dart. Have you seen her doing that? I've seen it for the first time. Uh, Because any other time she was doing, she used like the stick or something like that. But when she did, uh, did you know about Wonderlinger's uh, festival? It was in June. Mm -hmm. Was it June? That's the first time I seen her do that. And I was so mind blown. Because at first, when I first ever, ever met her, I'm literally walking. And I'm leaving Coolidge Park. And the dark gross is right here. Mm-hmm. And I see fire. <laughs> and I'm like, are we okay? And I'm, I'm walking towards it because everybody's just crowding around. I'm just like, there are humans who have fire and they're throwing it <laughs> and are having fun. And I've never fangirled so hard in my entire life. I'm just like one of those people. Like, when I'm so excited, I'm so, and I'm just like, oh my God. And she was there. She she has one of the cutest outfits. It's like this Joker kind of outfit. It's black and white and striped. Oh, and it's so freaking cute. I remember with, that night. Yes, with the fire. And I'm just like, my hair was different. So you probably remember <laughs> me, but my hair was completely different. So yeah. um, I seen them and I said, oh my God, well, y'all can I have your Instagrams, everything like that. And then I kept in contact and then that's kind of what inspired my hula hoop stuff too. Oh, word. Yes. Yes. Girl. I've had two people who inspired and it was the Ember Benders and it was this girl from Poetry Night because she let me actually borrow hula hoop. And I'm like, let me twirl this. Uh, her name was Sierra too as well. Maybe Sierra's like, oh. Sierra's got to be like this force in my life or something like that yeah, I, but was that me, a gust of wind or what's is there a range of mountains it's sierra something along those sierra, sierra mountain mm-hmm. something powerful <laughs> like it's crazy wow um, i didn't know that you hooped i'd like to see that one of these days are you gonna bring it on the 23rd on saturday if i'm able to yeah i always keep hoops in the car just Please in case do. but like it's crazy that you're able to even you having a power to bring all, all those different like people around each other it's 
So give kudos to yourself that you're able to, you know, that many different variety of people. You know, there's certain people who just know just music people. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my lane. Like just get limited and stuck. Well, the 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 the, the go with the main reason. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Oh shoot. One of the main reasons is like it's a lot of the stuff I'm trying to learn from everybody, especially my friends. And a lot of those people I respect a lot. And if they're doing something like that, I clearly trust them to teach me how to do something. Same. I learned like with poetry, I don't want to say my poetry's gotten better. It's evolved a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I've been around more musicians. So when I first got here, everybody knows the story. I used to go to a lot of open mics before I found an actual poetry home. And when I went to open mics, of course, that's a lot of artists. It's mm-hmm. like instruments, everything like that. So I'm going on stage like, hey, you guys want to hear poetry? <laughs> like, no music, no nothing, just me kind of thing. Like people, they mess oh, like with it. like a straight up open mic. Yeah, nice. like literally, I'm just like, hi. <laughs> Can y'all please listen to just my words kind of thing. So I mean, so many different friends and everything like that. Like, it's amazing. And like one of the guys was like, next time you come here, let me play some bass behind you. And I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I'm jazz, like the music, but we're not putting on music with me. Like, we okay. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, you have to understand music is poetry. Like, it it's is. It's vice versa. Verse, vice versa. It's, it's all the same. It is. And, like, I don't know why my brain couldn't, like, put that together until, like, one day I was just playing around with them. And they did have like some music in the background. I was like, we're gonna go off of you. Don't listen to us, just talk. And I'm like, oh wow, oh wow. And it gave me the confidence to like, I can slow down, I can speed up, I can do whatever. I can say this real strong and I can say this real small. Like it was amazing. (laughs) And I would have never unlocked that in my personal opinion if I only was around poets exactly i have to be around other people to be able to like unleash this unlock this different level like who the final boss gonna be you know (laughs) it's clearly gonna be you like it's keep learning more and more and getting better and better yeah that resonates with me a lot especially when it comes to the poetry part and poetry is not something that i do that much but i well, I don't even write as much anymore until I have a song sitting there in front of me. Mm-hmm. But before before I started rapping a lot, I would just sit there and type a bunch of words in my phone, just words and words that rhyme, just a whole bunch of similes, a whole lot of concepts. So mm-hmm. it just rhymed, like, it's just a bunch of rhymes, like no chorus, no hook, just pages and pages of rhymes. So when I got up to do poetry a few times, I did some at Spunk for the Wonderlinger ones. Yes, they do it. Um, I, I hope this is right. The second Tuesday of every month. Oh, shoot. I didn't know they were still doing it. It would stop for a minute. Uh-huh. And then I, uh, like the last month, they started it back. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out Spunk, too. <laughs> we got to yeah, put them they, in the they show. They definitely have inspired a lot of my stuff, too. Like, yes. especially the, uh, the recess. They had, like, a huge... I guess it was like a little mini festival, but there was a lot of people out there from Nashville, a really? lot of rappers from Chattanooga, a lot of singers, R&B. But that was very inspirational. At least when I when I first started in the community, I was doing a lot more um, EDM, a little bit of rap, but I wasn't really around the hip-hop community in Chattanooga. But that was the first time I'd really seen much hip-hop in Chattanooga. It changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, this is how heavy the music is supposed to be. Yes. I love I love how they bring people together, and I feel like we all, everybody has the ability to bring people together. Like we just gotta show each other that, like, hey, we're here for each other. Yeah. Like it's normal to like, you know, see each other places and like hang out, write each other, follow each other, everything like that. Like we should be able to do that and it not be weirdness. It's kind of like we should automatically be like, all right, welcome to the family. <laughs> We've been waiting I for see you to you come all in. The time. Like literally. <laughs> I promise you, it's times where I'll go out and it's just like, I'll see this person like, okay, we don't even follow each other, nothing, but I gotta just talk to you because at this point, like, I see you too much. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we not know each other? I can be the weirdo. I don't mind being a weirdo. Like, (laughs) hi, kind of thing. I'm like, sometimes being a weirdo is a superpower because it's like, oh, hell yeah. You know, in my head, I'm like, I could be the weirdo and like, what if I'm like 
out like hula hooping or something like that in the middle of the street, I'm pretty sure one person gonna drive by like, damn, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. But I ain't got the confidence or whatever. And other people are like, weirdo, weirdo. But I'm like, hey, I'm hey. having the time of my life. <laughs> What's like, happening? Exactly. So I think, I think now I'm saying being a weirdo is a superhero. I think so. Like when it comes to meeting people, because everybody's going to be doing something interesting and you never know who's going to be interested in doing what you're doing. Exactly. So talk about your music. Get into the music. Oh, man, how, did the you, music. how did it start? Like, how did it go? How's it going? Like, So I got this homie Israel. This is dude who actually we're roommates right now, but we've been friends since middle school. Like we used to play basketball together and stuff. My dad was our coach back in the day. I love good friendships. Yes. But yeah, like we just, we were friends and high school too we went to boarding school together we ended up there and then in college we were roommates again for a little bit and then we ended up all split from the house that we lived in but during that time we were in college we used to mess around and make a little bit of music play guitar get drunk and just (laughs) basically bullshitting over youtube (laughs) beats and stuff (laughs) and um it's crazy how people say like don't i think this might be a girl thing when I say this, I'm not 100% sure. Let me know. But they say don't room, like be roommates with your friends and stuff like that. That's a girl thing, isn't it? No, no, no. I actually just had a conversation with a friend about this yesterday. But I think it's crazy because I've had friends who, like I've been friends with my whole life, but issues came up to where we couldn't room together. And I was like, yo, this isn't going to work. And I think it's good to cut that shit off before it gets, it gets too crazy. Up. <laughs> hey, bro, we can't. Because once it gets too crazy, you can't go back out. No, you can't, like you can't fix it. anything. It's a ticking time bomb at that point. It's like, ah, right, damn. Why did I do this? And then sometimes it might not be the right time. Like sometimes people can become more mature and they might be able to live with each other again in the future, but can't ruin it just for that moment. Do you think because y'all had like a common like interest? Now, kind of, so now, yeah. Because music, because you got to think, like, the reason why I say this is because, say, for instance, you're into music, he's not. Mm-hmm. But you have to, like, keep recording in a house. Like, he's not going to understand that. You playing music at 3 a.m., he's not going to understand yeah. that. So do you think because y'all had that common interest, that's why it's like y'all are able to live together? Yeah. Like, before it actually started, like, we stopped making, like, when we all split, we didn't make any music or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't really start until probably, I'd say, about a year ago, and he was still living in Atlanta. And I started messing around with beats, because I was making, <laughs> it all started from when I was making um, reviews about drones. That's what I do with my 9 to 5, is fly drones and, like, make maps and stuff like that. Damn, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's the... That's so fucking cool oh my god that's the double that's the the hustle that's why i'm always tired just because i'm trying to do everything at the same time okay side (laughs) note y'all know how like you know there's jobs but you don't realize that they're jobs you know things have to get done but you don't realize and then when you hear everybody you're like wait a minute somebody does that yeah so mine literally completely Blown without warning. It's fun. That's crazy. It's scary, but it's fun. I bet that is lit. Like, mm-hmm. I think oh, I fly drones. Like, yes, it's a flex. <laughs> it's like a video like, game. It's literally like the biggest flex. I'm a... That's crazy. Okay, go back to your sound. Sorry. Uh, what was this? Uh, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, you was talking about your roommate and everything like that, and the common interest. And y'all stopped making music for a second. Oh yeah, I started. I was making um the videos for the drones, like doing drone reviews, mm-hmm. because all the music. It was actually some of this channel like that, like the lo-fi stuff. I'd play like that in the background, but my music kept getting flagged and copyrighted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, damn, what the hell do I do? Like people seem to like the lo-fi stuff, so I started making like the intros just to have some music going to where I'd have something going in the background. So I did like five videos and people started going crazy over the music. That's I was like, wait fun. a minute. Let that me just so start pushing weird. my music out. It's a lot easier than sitting here recording and buying these drones. And I did it for a few a few months. And then I started sending some music to Israel. And I was like, yo, you got to check this shit out, man. Like, this is it right Yeah, like here. this. And he was like, oh, shit. So he started coming back in town a little bit for a few months. And then he was like, well, might as well just move in together. Like, we... We, <laughs> you up here all the time. Already, I'm sleeping like, on the floor. Yeah. We're recording and the shit ain't working. <laughs> yeah, that's lit. 
it's a music box challenge right back together yeah we went to this camp called camp reggae and it's like a, um shout out to them those people are fire it's run by the natty love joys it's like a reggae band that they've been doing this shit for a long that time that sounds freaking fun as heck yeah. oh my god but it's like a camp up in uh turtle town tennessee I've never heard of that. It's like past the Ocoee. It's out in the middle of nowhere, but it was amazing. But uh-huh. we went out there for a huge little reggae festival and we're so inspired when we came back that we just sat down and started recording stuff. And it took us about three to four weeks, maybe a month. Then we dropped a quick little demo. I was like, okay, that was easy. Like we can just keep making music. <laughs> we just haven't stopped. Like we just kept going to shows, supporting people, like you were saying, supporting more creators. So they started supporting us, and then started getting on open mics, mm-hmm. and I people would... started liking it. And I was like, well, shit, we should just keep going. That was going to be my question. Like, did y'all do open mics to like get up to where you at? Kind of thing. yeah. And then we did a lot of street shows. Like we still do street shows now, like pop ups every now and then around town. We don't I tell all, people I about them. I always do flyers yeah. or something like that. I promise you. Oh no, we don't put the flyers up. Like the, the dark rose. Those are actual shows, but the oh. pop ups we do at random places. We may announce them like on Instagram, like in a quick little story, but uh-huh. they're just like in the most obscure random places. Like we were at Stringer's Ridge the other day. Just like out in the middle of the uh, the area where they were um, getting ready to go running, like up the trail, just and did like a full set. That is lit. It gave me, <laughs> it gave me that like secret, secret unknown <laughs> kind of vibe. Like you got to know the password to get exactly. in, kind of thing. I like that shit. Like mystery. being a no kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> what have you heard about? <laughs> and it's it's ooh, it's actually fun because it's almost like telephone, or mm-hmm. in a way, just passing a message and see how many how many people this message gets to. Like, it's been working. Like, like we did a show a couple a week ago, and in the middle of when we were doing the intro, some random lady was like, "Hey, were y'all at the park the other day? Like, I, did I see y'all out there playing?" It's like, "Yeah, like that was us." And it's for moments like that because that lady's never gonna forget us. You get what I'm saying? And then if you if she see y'all again or anything like that, she mm-hmm. know. Oh, hey, I don't they know. Are fire. It's crazy. <laughs> like, okay, so like, how do you come up with like the idea of like? Well, randomly, huh? You just walk in one day, you're just like, I'm gonna do a show here. I got ADD. Mm-hmm. I haven't been diagnosed, but my mind is constantly just running. Like while I'm doing stuff, I'm constantly, my phone dies usually at two o'clock every day because I'm sitting there <laughs> doing something or searching something while I'm trying to work or make something happen. I feel you on that. Like, like when I tell you, my mind works a mile a minute. <laughs> I, I, I I write down everything, like in my journaling episode. I tell people, like, I'll I'll text myself. I'll send myself voice messages. Like, even with, like, my poetry. Sometimes I'll have just a couple lines. So right now I can say, like, um, the light is at the end of the tunnel. Mm. I'll text that to myself. Then in a month, I'll probably say, like, dang, the light is blinding me. And then... Three months from now, I'm like, wow. the light at the tunnel is blinding me. <laughs> and then I'm going to add more to it. And it ended up being like that. And I make a poem. Or sometimes it'd be just in one sit, And I'm like, and I'm inspired. But like, I have to, I literally write down stuff. I tweak stuff. I just ask myself random questions sometimes. Like, I remember I had this homeboy. He's a photographer. And he was just trying to figure out, you know, how can I get myself out there? This and that. And like, I'm one of those people. I don't know what it is, but like, I can just. I see stuff in people. Like, I know you can do it now. Whether or not you want to put that on for you, that's on you. That's on you. And I was like, I need you to start looking at the world differently. And I was like, think about it like this. You go into these barbershops, you go in their bathrooms, you do all this and that. You see people with these landscape pictures. Who the freak are these photographers? <laughs> start selling your junk to these people. Yeah, they've here. got them. Everybody wants to Start thinking out art. the box. Like, start. And it's like, I can do that with myself sometimes. But with other people, I'm like, and I write it to write it down. Artists and that, like my brain, just the gears be going. Like I feel like it's like a hamster wheel, keep going, kind of thing. And it's like, all right, go to sleep now. Or eat now, like, chill. <laughs> I don't know that part yet. Why don't just fall asleep? <laughs> fall asleep. It's not good. But I'm getting some rest. Mm-hmm. But it's it's funny you say that with like bouncing it off of your friends. And I guess this is a good segue from my little organization, the Creative Culture Collective stuff. Yes, I just followed out too. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's honestly it's been a personal project to help with my ADD because I've surrounded myself with some of the best friends that I could find, and they basically 
are like soundboards for the crazy ideas that we all have. Like we just talk about whatever. Like we'll just be sitting there in a group chat and be like, hey, I think we could do this. And it's like kind of like you were saying with the notes. Like I mm. never write anything down, but I'll say it to one of my friends. And one of them like, oh, shit, that's a great idea. I was like, you think so? We should do something. And that day just starts rolling and rolling and until something happens. It's kind of like a go-getter attitude. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole group of go-getters and people who's like, okay, yeah, I'll pull up. I'll, I'll support. I'll, I got a truck or, yeah, I got a tent or I got some speakers. Let's <laughs> See, and that's why it's good to have a good variety of friends, a good range, and just don't limit yourself when it comes mm-hmm. to that. Talk to strangers. So, I do want to take a moment to talk about, like, your Instagram. Like, the imagery. Like, I get, like, kaleidoscope, euphoria trippy like next level Janae Aiko kind of vibes I'll put in together in the middle <laughs> so I need to know like, I like those words was it like where did it come from damn it comes from everything like it's it feels like every time I shoot something or post something on there it's it's something that I've shot that I see that I try to distort and just make a little bit more colorful or more more drastic is because so much stuff looks so boring it's like why 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 isn't it more crazy looking and it's just it's get it's turning into a rabbit hole now honestly like the more and more i keep seeing it's just like yo i can push that even further and all that bullshit like videos that i've caught just like on trips or somewhere where i'm just holding out my phone recording a show it's just like wait a minute i could do something with all this stuff yes and it's making it useful. Like it's, <laughs> I do it at my shows now too. Like I'll project those up, and just have like videos of my friends who will have done some stuff at another show, and we'll make that to a kaleidoscope. And it's it's crazy because um, as a '90s baby, <clears throat> the kaleido is literally mm-hmm. the kaleidoscope feel, and even put it with music, it's a whole different thing. It's like. It's like a blast from the past. It's almost, it'll put you in a moment and it makes you be in a moment. Yeah. I don't know, like, if you guys are 90 babies, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Like, you remember at least one time in your life when you're doing a little telescope thing, mm-hmm. you're going to remember that. So, in my opinion, just like from like an outside point of view and everything like that, what I feel from it is like, it's like if I were to see all those images and everything like that and being at a show. It'll have me, it'll put me at a moment. So it'll be like, okay, not even a childhood moment, it'll be any moment. It could be like me just eating some cake, but the, the yeah. cake could have made me happy kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's amazing how you put different sensory into Perfect. it. That's what I was looking for. Yes, I was waiting to hear that. Yes, because it's <laughs> like, you know, sometimes when you listen to music, well, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm listening to music or even like a poetry night, I got to close my eyes sometimes to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you can, you're using everything. You're like, no, yeah, I'm, don't I'm close drawing. your eyes. Yeah, I'm going to draw you in. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And I don't know if that was your goal or whatever. But it is now. Like now yeah. that I started doing the visual stuff. Yeah. Because that's something I realized when I was, when I, when I'd go to a lot of shows is that. I was just, like, especially when I'm at these festivals, I'll be so tired just dancing. And, like, sometimes I'll just be closing my eyes and dancing. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What if there's something good to see? (laughs) And there usually is something good to see. (laughs) So why not incorporate on that? Because usually it's at bigger shows where they're doing that. And that's what I've been starting to push the limit on this last year is, like, why don't I just make what I've seen at these bigger shows happen at my smaller shows? Yes. Like, why limit yourself? You can make it happen. Like, I think that's lit. I think that's so lit. Push it. Yes. (laughs) Sensory overload. That's my (laughs) goal. And it's a fine line. It's like, how much can I push it? And I'm I'm, I'm trying to find it out now. Like, how far can... And that's what the Instagram and social media stuff is for, is to see how far I can push push it it where people are like, okay, this is too much. But no, it it reminds... Okay, one of my favorite videos to watch on Instagram, like music videos, is well, actually, I love to watch covers. I love to see an artist sing another artist song just because it's just like, how would you, you know, show this? How would you, like, you know, express this or whatever? But 
Janae Echo. I always say her name wrong. Echo. That's I've heard it said like that. Okay, so hopefully yeah. it's that. But she did a cover to Day and Night. By Kid Cudi? Mm-hmm. Mm, I haven't heard that. That's got to be fire, though. Oh, my God. Please, if you don't do anything else today, <laughs> go look at that because I need you to see the visuals. So when I tell you this, you're going to get this is what I... Let me put that in my yeah, phone. Yeah, put it in your phone because that's, that is the imagery that I see with yours. But it's kind of like a... You want to wave your hands like, hmm. You want to hum. You want to... It's like so much serotonin. It's like, oh, I'm about to explode oh, from happiness. Like, because we're not used to dealing with all that in one day. Like right now, I'm just, you know, I'm not really looking at anything. But when you force me to look at something, I'm like, oh, and force me to hear something, I'm like, oh. But it forced me to be social. I'm like, oh, you're giving me everything that as a human I can do. You're pushing it out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that's lit. I think that's lit. And that's kind of like what Janae Echo that video does to me it's kind of like a kid cutting mm-hmm. day day and night it's actually funny because the whole show is a 420 theme oh it's the actual live show mm-hmm. but the one part i want you to see is the day and night part mm-hmm. she did it it's actually yeah it's very recent she just did it in april okay i gotta say it now yeah it's it's crazy like the 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 visuals the feels in her glass she's just like and I'm like, where's a harp? It gotta be a harp somewhere. <laughs> like it's just like it's 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 crazy, like how but you you wanna understand like it's almost like a a power. Yeah. You yeah. control and like not control it, but you are able to put people in places. No, you definitely control are. the scene. Yeah, like, it's the everything. Mood. Like that's why I'm such a diva about a lot of my shows, especially how I want them now, is because like Say, for instance, like, uh, if I show up and there's nothing there, there's no sound, there's no lights, like, I got to have everything specifically how I want it because I know that I can, if I can control the way the lights are, I can control the sound, how the sound and the vibrations are hitting people, and I can control what they're seeing, it's up to them to see how they feel, but I can control everything mm-hmm. that's there, that, that's, that's keeping them there. It's and like- I, as long as I keep that from a good place... I'm going to do that as hard as I can go. I'm just going to go crazy. And that, I think that's so lit. It's like, it started off as being something fun, mm-hmm. but you ended up impacting people. Yeah. And you don't even realize, still don't realize how you're impacting people. You're able to do block parties. Like, people aren't able to do block parties. <laughs> like, be- But that's the thing. People can. It's nothing crazy. Like, we've only been doing this for a year. But it's like, you have to think about it. It's the bridge and the gap with the world. But that's from like you were saying with talking to strangers. That's the only way that I found out, like setting up a show isn't that hard. For one, you just have to talk to a stranger who works at the venue. It might be the manager. It might be the owner. It might be just a server who is working there. But I can guarantee you one of those person, one of those people knows who's in charge of the events or who knows who works with the speakers like I know somebody yeah, knows somebody talk somebody's to a stranger. A club. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and any one of these places you got JJ's you got Dark Rose you got Wonderlinger you got the spot I can just keep naming off places I, love, I honestly every place you just named I love <laughs> like it was I was just at the spot like two days ago to get some inspiration for a podcast episode and everything like that mm-hmm. like those places they 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 want you there. Yeah, they encourage even Clyde. Because it's business for one. For one, it's a business move. And two, why not have more people come out so that I can meet? Like that's the whole point. Like it's a bar. When it comes down to it, it's a bar. If you're bringing people to a bar, oh, they love you automatically. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> pull up. <laughs> come on, come on, bring your friends. Who else you want to bring? But then that's when the homework comes in play. You got to know. Who's actually got speakers? Who's actually got lights? Who actually has equipment? Because if you're trying to reach out to the, a certain place and they don't have all that, then you're left in the water with people looking at you like you're crazy. So you learned all this the hard way, uh, or did you just know? I'm what very type observant. Of... Okay. Like I, I surround my people. I surround myself with a lot of my friends and people who I know and associates who are planning stuff like they're in the industry too like they're starting that they're doing shows or they're doing festivals and i just 
I watch. Like, I'm the youngest child, so my whole life has just been watching stuff happen and being like, okay, I can either repeat that, do it a different way, or don't do that at all. Mm. And if I just keep seeing this around stuff, like, that's honestly how the shows have started, just seeing people do it. I'm like, okay. I saw you talk to that person. I could just go talk to that person. <laughs> yeah. It, it's literally as simple as that. It's like, mm. you know what? It's just like, I think people overthink because they don't know and or they don't understand like just because somebody else did it don't mean you're not able to that should show you that it is possible yeah like it should show you like hey let me just go talk to people it's a path talk, talk to strangers like like why do you feel like there's like a do you feel like there's a gap between like us like as in us like the creative people like the local entertainment scene just in general even though we work together, everything like that, but is there any like gap in your opinion? I think there's gaps, but like I said before, I think it really comes down to scheduling. Mm. Like a lot of it is, and it's, it's something that's so much more prevalent. And I talk about this with a lot of other creators and a lot of people in the industry is that like when you first start, you're everybody's homeboy and you're always there to support and you're at everybody's shows all the time. But when you start doing things, you can't go to everybody's show all the time because you inevitably factor it in. Yeah, like you'll be doing a show at the same time. It's just like, damn, I wanted to see them perform too. Mm-hmm. Like I- <laughs> it's even like even with just simple friendships. It's like we got adult lives and everything like that. We got jobs. It's like, hey, I want to see you um in three months at two p.m. Please, yeah. like, can hopefully, I, like, hopefully, hopefully you'll catch it. <laughs> Let me know when you receive this letter. Kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> like my brother's out in Las Vegas right now. And he has never seen me perform in the whole time that we've been doing it. We've done, this will be our third vlog party coming up after almost a year of shows and all these festivals and stuff. He's never seen me perform once. He loves my music. He's an incredible musician himself. He's uh-huh. never seen me play. And it's just because he's got always got stuff to do. Like he's got to take Great. care of his dog or he can't travel. It's just like, God. So I think that's the same thing with like a lot of the artists and community people around here is because Mm -hmm. you never know who's going to inspire you, but you also have to be able to get on that time with everybody, which is damn near impossible. It is, but that makes me think we still can be there for each other. Oh yeah. We still can share. We can listen. Mm -hmm. We can comment, criticize, everything like that. Like at first, um, one of my homeboys, he's a artist. He raps. And so I was like, oh, I do like a couple of your songs and everything like that. And I was like, I don't want to tell you every time I listen to your song. I feel mm-hmm. like that's creepy. But he was like, no, it's not. Like, that encouraged me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, damn. damn. If I, I didn't know that. Like, to me, that seems like it'd be too much. But then I'm like, it's crazy because when people tell me they listen to my podcast, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> tell me every time you do. What did you learn? What do you like? But it's crazy how with other people I'm shy about. I'm like, hey, I really like your stuff. I listen to it like four times a day, but don't want to tell you. But I'll tell you I did one time. Like, but then you on the double edge of that, then you got people who act like weirdos when they listen to your stuff. Yeah, it's almost like it's weird. Like it almost is like is they make it seem like you owe them something just because like it's a business. Yeah, like, like wait a minute, I just. I just put this out there because I liked it too. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't like, owe you anything. I don't have to. What is this kind of thing? Like, <laughs> Why I owe did you, you make something? it weird? No, I do know what you mean. There's times when that happened, I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> it's like I shouldn't that, be uncomfortable yeah, about like, this. Like little JJ's from Tip Jordan, like when he had to morph out his body, that's me like, whoa, what is, what, what happened? <laughs> oh shoot. But I, I I never thought about that that people could could feel insecure and think that it's weird that they listen to my music like that. You know, it's just like a it's it's easier for people, in my opinion, which it doesn't make sense. But it's easier for people to be like, oh, I just I listen to Drake album all day long on repeat, shuffle that bad boy. I can know all the lines, everything. You want to know what's up, kind of thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, when it's your friend down the street or this person you know or know of down the street, you don't want to do the same thing hmm. because it might seem like serious groupy behavior. But why isn't that serious groupy behavior with the celebrity that you don't know? 
that you would not not maybe never know you might know yeah yeah because you know manifestation skills Uh, uh, yeah real shit's real for real (laughs) so it's like you're more likely to meet the person down the street like why not support people in your local local city like and there's so many people like i because i love all music it's almost ridiculous like i'm gonna just Take me anywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna love everything. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Like, what's that? You got a beat. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's instruments. I love it. <laughs> oh shoot! I think that's. Uh, I'm glad you said that too because that's something that. That's kind of how the creative culture collective stuff started. Is because, all of us are like that. Like mm-hmm. we're all artists and people who are just super into each other's stuff. Like my homegirl Blue. She's another dope ass fire spinner. She does a, honestly. I think she does poi. Does she? She does fan. She does a lot of modeling and dancing and stuff like that. Jack of all trades. But that girl gasses my shit up so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Like her and Phoenix, they do a lot of the um, a, a lot of the fire stuff for our group. They're in the Emberbenders too, but like they were at every single one of our shows, like gassing us up to the point to where my mom even made a comment. She was like, "I saw it in your face. Like y'all weren't comfortable until y'all saw them walk in." Oh. It was like everything changes, and now we like we do all the stuff together. That's me and Israel's band is Pandora's Box. Why did that just make that made like ah? That just warm my heart. It's just real. It's just like because that's how it is. Like you should be each other's fans that much, and that's another thing that sucks so much. Is like now that her and uh, Phoenix are modeling so much. We can't see each other's shows as much anymore. Because it's like, it's a conflict. It's mm-hmm. always like that. It's, it's like, like, damn. Why can't I just be like a twin? Mm-hmm. But not I'm trying twin. to find yeah. a way to split myself. Like, just so I could be there for everybody. Like, how do I extend myself so much kind of thing? But that support is so dope because, like, whenever, at least, I think it, that's how it is for them. I'm not going to speak for them, but mm-hmm. I know that when I first get a date for a show or somebody's like, hey, do y'all want to do this? In my group chat, it's him, Phoenix, Brittany, uh, Blue, mm-hmm. my roommate Israel, and now Jen. Those are the first people I text about all my events. It's because, like, no matter what. Yeah, um, it's just because, like, I can let, as soon, those are the ones who I bounce the crazy ideas off of, too. And they do the same thing to the point to where it's like, all right, as long as these dates are working for y'all, I know we could do this shit. I love that. Like that just, <laughs> you know, that makes my heart like warm. Cause it's just like that, that connection, like like deep, and it's all because y'all have that support for each other. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all fan each other out. Like, yeah, it's nothing wrong with being a fan, girls. It's just like, oh, I'm just really appreciating your existence, what you do, and I acknowledge it. And that's like, the whole point of the block parties too, is so that we can just keep expanding that family. Like that's how most of us have met, really. Is because we throw the block parties. I'm like, hey, do you want to volunteer and help for this? And an artist will be like, yeah, I want to volunteer for my time. And then the next thing you know it, we're doing more events down the line. That's crazy. And then, because it's like, it's not just those people in that small little group chat. That's just the ones that. Yeah, that's your immediate yeah, people. It's, it's hard like, to be like, hey, everybody. It's hard to make a group chat people. with 100 people. And it's like, boop. Yeah. Like, it's people who won't look, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to delegate. Like, but then those people talk to five more other people and it just keeps rippling out to the point where like before the end of it a hundred people have heard it just because it's like okay word of mouth yeah so it's, that's the collective is everybody it's that is it's a crazy, bridging these gaps i swear that's the crazy thing about it because if i know one person i'm guaranteed like you there's so many people i know that's connected to you no matter what in the world i was gonna, I, we were cornering me me with anybody with like at Wonderlinger. I've met them so many times at farmers markets, so many times mm-hmm. just downtown, so many times where I'm just walking. So it's like it's crazy where I meet all these different people and then we all always end up coming together. Like even it's going the to the place. gym. I literally see people from Poetry Night. It was like one guy he he laughs at me all the time. He goes, This is where you get your inspiration from. <laughs> and I, every single time I'm laughing at him, I'm just like so you heard that episode. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know you've been listening. And it just makes oh, me man. so happy. Like, it's crazy. Even to go into, like, the whole being, like, a creative, I do have to make this, like, thing that, um, and especially because, you know, having a podcast, when we do stuff, when we put out anything, when we, you know, produce, produce write, draw, say, anything like that, we appreciate anything. Mm-hmm. We truly appreciate when somebody 
acknowledge it, when somebody say something about it, when somebody just like it, comment, share it, anything like that. It's like people don't realize that. Even we don't realize that. Yeah. And it's like even my main thing um, that makes me almost cry happy tears every freaking day when it comes to especially my podcast is y'all don't have to. Yeah. Y'all do not have to listen <laughs> to me. Y'all don't support. have to comment. Y'all don't have to write me nothing. But y'all do. Y'all literally can just watch Netflix as a background. Y'all don't have to have me in the background mm-hmm. while y'all clean or whatever like that, but y'all do. I mean, you come back. That's... And you come back. Even if you want to listen to five minutes now, ten minutes later, the rest next year. But you were there? You did. Thank you. That so, makes me that makes me want to ask you if and it's it's something that, that's on the the vein of like the public image and the perspective. Like now that you know that people are watching and listening, does it make you feel like you have to move differently? No. When I first started being more in the public eye, I had that conflict. And the way I had that conflict was a small little thing. It was like, should I have a separate Instagram for myself? Mm-hmm. Cause I do a lot of stuff. I'm an esthetician. I'm a yoga instructor. I'm a podcaster, so I can yeah, have, yeah, you know, up. yeah, I can have different. Pod- I'm an Instagram, so I can just post me on mine, and then the rest on something else. And then I had to sit and think. And this was during the time where I was trying to figure out my domain name, which is a website name, which minus bubbanose.com. <laughs> so like, I was sitting here like, I'm my brand. Yeah. Why would I separate it? Hell I don't yeah. have to separate it. And at the time, you know, the president, it was Trump. So he was wilding. So I'm like, if my president can wild like this, I can do whatever <laughs> I want on my social media. It don't have to be that way. Very true. So it kind of made me be like, you know what? And then a person told me, so I post uh, yoga stuff all the time, too. I post, like, videos, like, how-to videos and everything like that. I don't do it as much now, but I did it way more. And so it was a girl told me, hey, I want you to post stuff like how-tos or something more like simple. Show me you're human. And I was like, damn, you're right. Like, let me just show you how to do a proper downward facing dog. Even though it looks easy, it might not be easy to other people. Mm-hmm. So me not switching, me not, me being just me and realizing I am my brand, I didn't, I wanted people to see that I'm human. You're going to see like, I have my moments like I'm just posting on Instagram where I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Then you're going to see my moments where I'm so motivated. You're going to see my moments where you're going to see everything. So when I say that you're my friend, you're my friend until you choose not to be. Anybody who's following me, you're my friend automatically. Nah, it's just that. <laughs> like, you know me. Like, you see what I like. You see what I post. You can get an idea and everything like that. So it was hard at first. But then once I realized, like, you know what? I can be this and that. I can be nice and mean. Mm-hmm. I can be professional and unprofessional. I can be everything. But this is it. Yeah. You, so I don't want. Yeah. And my Instagram is that. I will always be little mother, and I'm not going to separate her from Jazz because I am all that. Hell yeah. So it's that's kind of like how I keep myself centered and everything like that, and not feel like I have to put a big alter ego in front of like people because. Mm-hmm only thing that I do, I do have to do like a social recharge every now and then where I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm not, I'm not right talking. Now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> anything. I'm not talking to nobody. I'm trapping myself. Block. Leave me alone. Do not disturb everything. I do have those moments. But like, as for, you know, just in general, everybody gets all of me mm-hmm. and then it gets taken away. as like, if it gets to that, but no, I try to just be me authentically. And I always come with warning signs. Like, I tell people, one, this is one of my little tricks, a little hat, a jazz hat. Um, the reason why I am the way I am and I'm able to do a lot of stuff because I used to be a very shy girl, very shy. Like, wouldn't I used to cry when I had to order food? I could ask my dad. <laughs> I was so shy. So to see who I am now, it's like, how? But I stand in my truth. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean, like, I meet somebody, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to be friends. But I'm going to warn you, I'm going to clean your friends. I warned you. I told you. If I get on stage, if I'm doing poetry, I'm like, ah, dang, y'all, I'm nervous. I just wrote this poem. Um, I didn't practice it, so let's see how this goes. I'm setting my truth. So you can't tell me. Oh, she know how it goes. Yeah, I told you, girl. Yeah, this like, is it. So, uh, so it's what are we like, doing here? Yeah, like the standing <laughs> of my truth has helped me so much in life. Like I can Hell be like, yeah. I'm like, 
uh, I know this is awkward, but I want to say hey because I know you, but you probably don't. I just they do it. Yeah, and it's, it's helped me so much because it's it's like throwing out that anxiety. It's like the anxiety in me, and anxiety is I'm nervous, but you know what I'm gonna say? I'm nervous. Yo, I threw it out at you. <laughs> you gonna catch it or you gonna dodge it? Like, I've never heard anybody explain that before, but that's something I do too. Like just like it's like this feeling, and it's it's a. Uh, it's, it, I guess it is anxiety, but just like whenever you feel that coming up and just like turn it into something, saying something about it, making something happen and just you get nervous. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, you know what? Forget it. It's the whole energy. Like you can push that at people and they feel it because it's a lot coming up. It's not coming from nowhere. I think it relates to you too when you said the, I relate these ideas with my friends and everything. Then we go on at it. Mm-hmm. It's like you get anxious if you gotta wait. It's like you know what? Let me go ahead and get this done. Yeah, I gotta do like, it now. Like I know I can get it done. I'm finna go ahead and get it done. Like let's do it. Let's <laughs> risk do it. it all to get this so, shit done now. I was standing my truth. I know I can get this done. This is what I'm about to do. So it's it's the same way in so many different ways, and that's kind of like knowing what your thing is. It's the easiest way to get through stuff. Mm. And it's crazy. Because it's like a, a glasses you can see through. They're clear because you already know dad. what your filter is looking like. I tell, my, one of my favorite things to tell my dad is, I am strong because I know my weaknesses. <laughs> and I'm weak because I know my strengths. You can use it back and forth. But it's like, um, I know I can't lift up a rock. And somebody be like, lift that rock. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they would be weak. Yes, because I know that is my weakness. That made me strong because I'm not going to break my back trying to do that. So I'm strong and not to say no. That's smart. You can, and that means my boundaries are strong. That's like saving efforts and like using your power specifically where you know it's going to be work beneficial. smarter, not harder. Yeah. That's like one thing about me. I'm going to work smarter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I like to work any type of harder. That's me. I'm I'm lazy too. I'm a smart lazy man because I know just as much effort I need to put for maximum benefit. <laughs> push this just a little bit. Just a little tap. Yeah, let me make that go. <laughs> so, do you have anybody you want to shout out real quick before we oh, wrap sh- it up? I think I've been giving name drops the whole thing. You uh, really have. I know. We got to shout out to Midnight Puff. Oh yeah, for I haven't said anything sure. about Midnight Puff. Yeah, that's what this event that we're throwing this weekend coming up with. It's going to be at the Quest over on MLK. It's next to Big Nine Street Foods. Have you been there before? Nope, but I'm going. I'll be there, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. We're repairing the bus. It's a fundraiser for that. The Midnight Puff broke down. That's probably why you haven't seen it anywhere in a long time. And he's raising, well, they're raising funds and everything like that. So if you guys can support, that would be super, Mm -hmm. super, super amazing. There's going to be a burlesque show at the end. (gasps) Yeah. It's going to be pretty spicy. We got an after party at the Dark Rose. Like, it's going to be a whole night of partying. And Big Nine's going to be cooking food there, too. It's going to be in the alleyway right behind the Quest. It operates as a rage room. I don't even know if you've ever heard of that, but I'm, they I'm, break shit there. I'm literally excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, platforms are going out. Yeah. <laughs> literally, I have to wear my platforms. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> it's, it's We're going to be dressed up. It's going to be a full visual uh sensory overload yay and you got to give everybody your instagram oh jay shamans that's on everything that's oh, uh everything. it's literally on everything on spotify soundcloud youtube instagram tiktok still trying to figure that one out that shit's hard it is hard. Uh, i'm gonna give you guys all his information and everything like that in the show notes and we cannot wait to see you this mm-hmm. weekend thank you enjoy your day <laughs>